Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a special episode of Warp, the completely unnecessary Star Trek podcast, where we do unasked for audio commentaries of Star Trek episodes. My name is Sean. My name is Matt. Philippe. Aaron. And I'm Minwin. Thank you, everybody. That's all that's here today. Welcome back, Philippe. We missed you last <laughs> week. Yeah. I was, in, I was on a cruise. <laughs> we're missing producer Jake again and May, but hopefully they'll be back. And as I said, this is a very special episode of In Warped. so many ways. It's really, last week, there's all kinds of things going on. Last week, we, we watched got... season one, episode 25. <laughs> we finished first season yes. of Next Generation. Yes. As, as we always do when we finish a season, we're treating ourselves and because Aaron was so patient slogging through season one of Next Generation, we've decided to watch Cruel Intentions today. And we are watching it on what do you got there, Min? You're the you're in control, so you're gonna Oh, to, we're on uh, the Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, Cruel Intentions, nineteen ninety nine Blu-ray. We have one thirty seven twenty eight on the clock. Punch that triangle, Min. In Part three. three. Yeah. Two. One. One. Punch it. There we go. Ah, uh, the lovely uh, Sony Pictures. No, that's Columbia. Oh, no, that's Sony. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Columbia. But now Sony. Uh... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's all. Paramount's the mountain with the stars. Mm. I was not ready for this today. You guys. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, sometimes it's better impromptu. It's going to take me a few minutes to, like, warm up. No worries. And here we go. What what do we have to look forward to? Besides, who who has not seen this film? I have not. I have not. Yeah. (laughs) Hand raised. Men. men, I knew men. But Mm. everybody else has, right? Philippe hasn't. Philippe? I I haven't seen it. Shut up! We know you, you, you uh, sacrifice life and limb to see this film. Hell yeah! (laughs) You had a chance to give up your your children to see this film. You didn't take it, but uh, you were considering it. Yeah, this movie is a real. This movie is a real who's who's of nineteen ninety nine, like. Yep. Eric Mabius is in this movie. And just looking at the credits, it's like just a real, like every 90s. Tara Reed. Uh, oh, yeah, Tara yeah. Reed. Like they're all in this. <laughs> and look at this car. <laughs> is, is that supposed to be him, Ryan Felipe, right there? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So, man, do you know, do you know the, the, what this movie is about? Uh, or what sex? It's based on? No, I don't know what it's based on, but I, I imagine it's like a wet and sloppy movie. There's a there's a so, there's a famous film that captured. I mean, it's the, which is based on a play, right, or a book? Yes, well, it's based on yeah, a play. The, the, yeah, Les Liaisons Dangereux was the mm, play, as it says right there, yeah. the novel, and it was yeah that classic Dangerous Liaisons New York based City. on that, and this was during the late 90s when every classic story was being turned into a teen movie hmm. so this was their dangerous liaisons and oh. Susie Kurtz 
<laughs> oh, always a delight. Susie Kurtz rocking the short skirt. Yeah. She was a staple of the '90s. I I have to say I had uh, watched this scene with the with the audio earlier, uh, and yeah. it is you're you're missing so much without the 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 voices it's and the, the inflection. Yeah, it is. Uh. <laughs> and she has she a lot of that... sarcasm too. Yeah, have you read her book? <laughs> it's really just need to read the cover. It's pretty awesome. I think it's odd that the doorway Susie, to the Susie's a very nineties. Susie's a very late nineties actress too. She was all over the place. Yeah. Is this yeah. when Sisters was on? She was on that TV uh, show Sisters. Yeah. No. That was more eighties. No, it was nineties. It was Seal really? Award and. And uh, Swoozy, and there was a third sister. Mm. I can't remember who played the third sister. Uh, it was uh, the lady who was married to Bruce Springsteen, but he left her for his redhead bandmate. Mm. It was? Yeah, I think so. Oh, you mean, okay. Yeah, you may be right. I, I don't, don't think I've heard of that show. What is what is Sisters? Was it like a Golden <laughs> Girls? Of the... <laughs> no, it was like a more, it was like an hour long, like a, it was a drama. It was like a family drama show. It was kind of soapy. And it was about these three women who were sisters. Uh, Wikipedia is telling me that it ran from 1991 to 1996. So this is a few years later, current with Swoozie. Hmm. In 1999, this is a classic. Uh, people in their 20s all pretending to be like they're still in high school. Ryan Phillippe right. is uh, Ryan Phillippe is like 24 or 25 in this movie. Uh-huh. Um, Reese Witherspoon was in her early 20s, 22 or 23, something like that. Sarah Michelle Geller was. Also, I think in her early 20s, or maybe a little... I think she's the youngest of them, of the three of them. She, she was uh, 22. Yeah. Wow. She was with 23. What a cast. Yeah, Selma Blair the, was 27. Is, there is an argument... There is a very strong argument to be made that this is the most important movie of the 1990s. Like, every <laughs> 90s... Every 90s it person is in this movie. You got your Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You got your <laughs> Reese Witherspoon right before she becomes Super. A, you know, a megastar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got Joshua Jackson from Dawson's Creek. Yeah. You, got ta- you got Tara Reid, tabloid star ta- Tara Reid. I mean, this movie is just stacked. And then as the older generation, you got like yeah, people yeah. like Christine Baranski and, yep. you know, Swoozy. This movie mm. has got <laughs> crazy cast in it. Uh, who, who directed this? Uh, a guy named Richard. I think his name is Richard Cumble. Uh-huh. Uh, Roger, Roger, Cumble. Cumble. Roger Cumble. Yeah. And this was the, like his... Uh, also- uh, this was like his... Um, <laughs> Like passion project, like he wrote and directed this, and yeah. really like uh, this was, was his baby. Like he really wanted to make this 
yeah. movie, and he was sort of the driving force behind it. Yeah, he's the auteur of Cruel Intentions. Because I was going to ask about the writer too, but it's the same guys directing it. Because yes. yeah, yes. this whole thing was super delicious. It was just like, oh my gosh, the, the scene how it plays out, the back and forth, you know, the 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 twists and turns. I was yeah, I thought it was. Man, you would love this. Mo- You're going to have a great time watching this movie. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You'd like it even more if you could hear what they were saying because their I, dialogue I, I is incredibly so. bitchy. Like, <laughs> it's it's a camp classic on some level. It's but like it's so good when I was listening to at least that first scene earlier. Hell yeah. yeah. So have you ever seen Dangerous Liaisons? Do you know mm-hmm. the basic premise of the story? Oh, I don't know. I saw that when I was a teenager, maybe? So that was a, a, a long time Which ago. Which version? You saw the John Malkovich, oh. Glenn Close mm-hmm. The movie. Version, mm-hmm. right? yeah, yeah, the movie. Yep. Yeah. Because around the same time, there was a there was a version with uh, what's his name, Um, Colin Firth, called Belmont. (laughs) Really? In the yeah, in the Malkovich part. Yes. Oh, that sounds terrible. I love Colin Firth. That's (laughs) bad casting. No, that's he's just wrong for that part. Like Colin Firth is a sweetie pie. He's very. You don't want him to play. He. I don't buy Colin Firth as like a scheming bad boy. Like Colin Firth, Colin Firth is a nice soft boy who uh, falls in love and Pride and Prejudice and stuff. Isn't that uh, Buffy right there? Is that Sarah Michelle? There she Buffy. is, the greatest actress of her generation. <laughs> <laughs> There's Christine Baranski, uh, Selma Blair. You guys Selma know Blair about is supposed my love to be of the Buffy, youngest. so yeah. It's so strange this to see her very, with, uh, uh, with brown hair, brunette. So, so at the time they shot this movie, she's in the middle of Buffy, of her Buffy run. This is oh, like wow. season three or season four of Buffy. And she wanted to do something to like shake up her image as yeah, like yeah. good girl, the good hero Buffy. Yeah. So, and her agents were like, you shouldn't do this movie. It's too sexy. It's too (laughs) weird. It's going to fuck up your image. And she's like, that's why I want to do it. Cause I never get to do this kind of stuff on Buffy. So she really, she really liked the idea of playing the bad girl in this movie. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm it's, I can already sort of tell like she's, she's really into it. She's really enjoying it. She's great in this Mm. movie. Great. <laughs> she should have won an Oscar, if I'm being totally honest. Yeah. She should have gotten the whole ego in one movie, one thing. Yeah. They should have given her the, the Nobel Peace Prize for this movie. I'm yeah, sorry. they should have just taped all the awards together. Whoa. And just well, gave it to her. On a neck okay, let me give you a quick... Let me give you a quick summary, man, just so yeah. you just so you are up to speed. Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller and Ryan Phillippe are step brother and sister. Oh, geez. It's a yeah. little flowers of the attic here. And they are they are very rich and they are very spoiled and they are very nasty. Uh-huh. They are the Malkovich and Glenn Close of this movie. Uh-huh. Uh, for for everybody who's following along at home with dangerous liaisons. Mm-hmm. And they 
have this kind of like weird sexual tension where even though they're related to each other, they're kind of hot for each other. In particular, he is hot for her. And they are both nasty and do drugs and fuck around with other people while pretending to be goody goodies on the outside. So in that very first scene with her, you saw her like talking about her like, showing her cross and saying, oh, I'm such a Christian. And now Uh, you see that the cross is where she hides her Coke, like stash. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. And I like the photo with the Clintons there. Was that, was that with, yeah. Yeah. I think that this movie, I think if this movie didn't exist, Gossip Girl would Mm. never have happened because this movie is basically Gossip Girl, the movie. It's all about sort of rich Manhattan kids being horrible to one another. Yeah. And just like in Dangerous Liaisons, they sort of launch, they sort of like to play sexual games and bets with each other where Um, she's like daring him to like seduce uh, this young sort of innocent virgin girl. Um, And they're sort of, they're sort of playing around with each other. And she knows exactly what she's doing. She's getting him all riled up. Look at her foot. Oh my God. (laughs) Jesus. This is why her agents were like, um, you're Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You cannot be in this movie. And she was like, fuck it, I'm doing it anyway. God, wow. No, uh, this is where Flowers in the Attic leave. There there was just a Star Trek reference in this movie. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, there was a Picard line. To be Captain Picard. Go where no yeah. man has gone before. Oh, sorry. I was so caught up in their chemistry. Yeah. It's okay. Um, it's the first of many Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> the reason we even did this movie. There's Star Trek actors in this movie. It's really just one, a Star Trek pastiche. <laughs> well, this is a Star Trek podcast. I mean, mm. we have to stay on brand. Stay true. Yeah. <laughs> well... Yeah. Uh, were was this uh, like a steamy movie for you when you saw it, Aaron? When did you see this first? I was a freshman in college. Oh my gosh! It came out. I, I, oh. I risked the snowy roads of Ohio to Why? What was it about the marketing or the? promotion for this movie that made you go i this is a movie i gotta see (laughs) do you remember what it was that made you want to see it it. my sister and i were like talking about it a lot we were both like crushing on ryan philippe it it had a lot of i feel like like mtv did a lot of like promotion behind this movie like you know like a lot of those like what was out there it was Uh, there what was signaling was... going on. <laughs> what were the uh, promotions for this? I don't imagine it was just like a a, um, a post a movie poster that that got people titillated. Well, were, were they releasing like little snippets? Uh... You just have to remember that like teen movies were all the rage, right? Mm-hmm. This was like they've at this point Buffy and Ryan Phillippe have already done. I know what you did last summer. So, like, they're already, like, established teen, you know, movie stars. Yeah. So, it was just another in that long line of, like, we're going to take 
a Shakespeare play and turn it into a high school movie. We're going to take this and turn it into a high school movie. Like Sean was saying earlier, this was just another of that like sort of trend of taking classic stories and uh, putting hot young people in setting them in high school. Yeah. Yeah. And making a bunch of money. Well, they mission accomplished. Would you like to do the box office game? Yeah, please. Uh, Definitely. But it's too early. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it later. (laughs) All right. So the bet that they are making, men, the Mm. bet that they are making Mm. is that if Ryan Phillippe can seduce Reese Witherspoon, Uh. who is playing a character who has written an article in a magazine saying that she will wait until she's married to be a virgin, to have sex. She's going to be a virgin until she gets married. So Buffy is betting Ryan that if he can seduce her with all of his, (laughs) you know, powers of seduction, Uh he will, Buffy will let him fuck her in the ass. Mm. Seems and like if he can't, she gets his car. <laughs> oh, and yeah. if he can't, she gets a car, which yeah. seems like a she lopsided. Like, I can't decide in which direction that's lopsided, but it feels lopsided in one direction or the other. Well, <laughs> uh, getting to poke Buffy in the butt—that's a pretty uh, lofty goal. There. That's yeah. that's that's how you interpret it. You can put it anywhere. Oh, man, you are so gay, Matt. <laughs> That's literally the point of that scene, man. Is her wow. saying you can put it anywhere? I I thought it so was that's along the Louise Fletcher, right? Um, Correct. It is. The this is the this the is the star is... the main Star Trek the... connection is that Louise Fletcher yes. is in this movie um, from Flowers. Who is also in well. uh, Flowers mm-hmm. in the Attic? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it all we, comes together. It all comes. We yeah. love our roots. Like a holodeck scene. Academy Award winning Louise Fletcher. I like it when we can tie it all back together into mm. one pretty little yeah. bow. And there she is. So, she is. by the time this movie was filmed, or did they hook up during the movie? No, I believe that they were already a couple. I read... God, this sounds. I read an, an an oral history of this movie like a couple of months ago <laughs> in some magazine. Yes, please tell. Because it the anniversary, so they were like they did like a whole like interview with all of the uh, of the cast, mm-hmm. and I think that it was. I can't remember if it was Ryan who brought Reese onto it or if Reese brought ryan onto it but they were already dating when they made this okay, movie that was part of the buzz and, and is like one of them chemistry. one of them had already agreed to do it and then the other one sort of came along uh as part of a, the, a package deal sort of mm. <laughs> sorry it's this this scene is like they <laughs> heard sort of like sparring with one another i i I, (laughs) it's really cool to see okay i just pulled up the article that i read that i read it was ryan who was already going to do it and then they 
the, the he and the director uh, sort of talked Reese into mm-hmm. doing it. Hmm. They, uh, they and got she married was not super three famous yet. Of released. the three of them, of the three of them, she's the least famous because Philippi's already did, been in I Know What You Did Last Summer, which was a huge hit. Buffy is busy being Buffy, so she's famous. Reese had not really done anything. Like Election, which was sort of her big breakthrough movie, hadn't even come out yet. I think it comes out in between the time they filmed this and the time it came out or something like that. So she's really like the unknown of this movie. Mm. She's the ingenue, which fits in with the casting, with the characters, because the other two are supposed to be sort of more experienced than her. Mm. And uh, she's supposed to be sort of the innocent one. I would I would say she's been pretty innocent in her her life, right? Up till up till now from from when this was 20 <clears throat> some years ago. Yeah. 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who who's been, who has I've actually uh Reese. <laughs> Reese yes, I would imagine been. she I mean she mm-hmm. seems like a nice enough person. <laughs> she's very aggressively like down homey mm-hmm. online like she has sells a line of like I don't know, like southern inspired <laughs> tablecloths and shit. I don't know exactly. What I could it see is, that. But, yeah. She was famously arrested and yelled, Don't you? Don't, <laughs> don't you know, you who, know I who I am? am? Yeah. She did have. I like or, that. I like that even her celebrity scandal, which every good celebrity has a scandal at some point, even her celebrity scandal is very sort of like almost charming yeah. like she didn't really do yeah. anything except get up in the face of a cop and be like don't you know who you're talking to which okay that's yeah. egotistical and mm. uh, and <laughs> vain and a dumb thing to do but it's not like she was caught in like a crack den or something you know like <laughs> yeah that was her she one was little like that. that was like her one little run-in with scandal and then she went right back to being like a nice sweet girl there's my boyfriend. There's Joshua Jackson. Jackson from Dawson's Creek Casey. with a blonde dye job playing Ryan Phillippe's gay friend who is also a terrible person. Oh, I guess he's Ryan's drug dealer, right? Like he's, he's the weed dealer, he's their right? Dealer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he's super gay. Is he in love? And is he in love with Ryan? No, they He's like a total player, just like Ryan. He's gay Ryan. He's Ryan. <laughs> and he's... <laughs> His yeah. name in the script was Ryan. And he's yeah. just there. Later on, he they need to blackmail someone, and they use their gay friend to blackmail someone in a little bit. That's uh, how they're, they work together. Anyway, they all talk like they're 50 years old uh, mm-hmm. and they're all supposed to be in high school and they're all super jaded. it's very, it's very good and funny and wonderful. I just want to watch the movie. Can we stop the podcast and just see <laughs> Ryan just jerk off the bong? Like, yeah. That's great. <laughs> uh, did this, uh, did the... <laughs> Did the director do anything else other than this? Why would he have to? Um, yeah, yeah. He, he it wasn't. It's not the. It's not the. Uh, 
the the greatest. Well, he mm. he kept making more cruel intentions. I think uh, mm. he made the second one. Yeah, uh, but not he the then third. Made the sweetest thing. Mm. Um, the the you know who is that in that uh, in the last Cameron few Diaz years and. In the last few years, he it seems like he's been trying to get a the Cruel Intentions reboot slash uh, sequel off the ground. Yes. Who are we talking about? The guy the who director. Made this movie. He's basically gone to directing TV shows now. Mm. Uh, he directed a few movies after this, but then he basically has just gone straight to television. Sure. Well, all this stuff is is you know like totally TV fair this, right here. This is by far his most popular film, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. unless you count just friends, unless you count just friends, where Ryan Reynolds plays a fat guy. <laughs> now she's gonna teach Carol. She's gonna teach Selma Blair how to kiss. She's gonna teach Selma Blair how to be a lesbian right now. <laughs> <laughs> this was a huge deal at the time. Like they made a big deal of, out of the fact that like two girls didn't it win best kiss at the v- at the movie VMAs. It, it, it have won best kiss at the <laughs> at the MTV Movie Awards that year. That seems right. Oh my god, which is really the most important award. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. the biggest at the time. It was kind of a huge deal. Like it was the big yeah. deal. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh! The this, MTV Movie Awards were a big deal. This movie is teaching more about like uh, I don't know, just relationships than any parent has ever. Well, I mean, most parents. I think yeah. some parents. Well, are certainly very, more than. Us. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, Jesus! Come on! Even a gay man's got to think that's hot. <sighs> it was great. It's super hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She wants more, man. Some of is into it. <laughs> here's here's Sarah Michelle Geller's quote in that article. My reps thought this was a terrible idea. They were like, you're Buffy. People have this great idea of you. Why uh, shatter it? And I was like, that's the point. Yeah. Like she very much was trying to like shake up her image with this movie. While wow, she is killing it. <laughs> I, I I do appreciate that you, you mentioned like forty or something in this movie. Uh, no, <laughs> she's definitely the oldest of all of them. She's supposed to be the youngest, and she's supposed to be playing like the most innocent and naive yeah. of all of them. I remember the first time I seeing this movie, hating Selma Blair's performance and mm-hmm. thinking she was terrible in this movie, I but. Top in a weird way. Yeah, but the more t- as I've gone and watched this movie, you know, many times since, I now realize that she is perfect in this movie. She's actually doing everything that you think is is sort of like crazy and over the top, and just she's a bad actress. Is act- she's doing it all on purpose, and she's actually <laughs> doing a really great performance. Here it comes, you guys. Yeah. Oh no, this is her. This is the earlier one. What? <laughs> every time she's in the pool, every time he's in the pool, he's near the pool. I get all riled up. You get excited. <laughs> I get. I get excited. <laughs> <laughs> I get excited. 
What what happens at the pool? I mean, you're waiting for that pool scene. Oh, you'll see. There's a nude. There's a lot of activity happens in the pool, man. The, oh, you would, I would call no. me. I would call the pool the fourth most important character <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> it did get fifth and, billing, you know. Yeah, I mean it deserves more, but it's like Michelle Keller, Ryan Philippe, Reese Witherspoon, Selma Blair, the pool. Yes. Ryan's Ryan's left buttock was third build, <laughs> and Ryan's yeah. Ryan's right buttock was fourth build, and then right after that was <laughs> the very pool. angry at at the being fourth build. Yeah, it was a real controversial decision. Yeah, at the time. They were supposed to be co-built at the same time, but oh, I think he's winning over. Or... But one, one was one was born ten minutes earlier, so it's always yeah. going to be the. It's... <laughs> the other one was addicted to crack. So. <laughs> you can call them twins, but one's always first. Huh. Wow, he made some some headway here. I'm surprised. Yeah, she doesn't did like just, him because she knows that he's. Yeah. That's how I answer that. He's got a reputation. So. Uh huh. She but knows she... his rep as a sleazeball, so mm-hmm. she doesn't want anything to do with him. But she is going to go swimming right. in the pool with him. Yes. Oh yeah, so... she is. <laughs> so she does want something to do with him. Oh, (laughs) it's the moment this entire podcast, the last 130 episodes, has been building towards. Uh, We can really stop now. I mean, it's never going to get better than that. No, I think it's going to, there's more. I think there's more. I think it's cancel cancel the pod. We've done it. <laughs> yeah. Matt just needs a little time in his bunk. Don't take our cyanide pills as we planned. I'm gonna eat a I'm gonna eat a Tide Pod. That's the way you commit suicide on a podcast. Uh, yeah, I'll be in my bunk. Is that what you're making a Firefly reference, man? Yes. <laughs> That's very good. So do you put that butt uh, on the table or in the box, man? Uh, <laughs> oh, if you say box, I'm never speaking to you again. <laughs> wow. There's a lot hanging on this. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. I like the boat in the back. That's so hilariously like uh, upper class to me. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not just like a toy boat. It's yeah. a toy like... Super expensive, yeah. you know, sailing yacht. <laughs> sailing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Ryan Felipe's butt can go on the table. You, you can't keep that in the box. It's it's uh, too shiny. You know, it 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 would just slide right out of the box. <laughs> oh my gosh, is this going to be a moment right here? Uh-oh. Uh oh. It's so. I like how he circles her. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> He's a shark, baby. It also looks like he has no like uh, bottoms on. Like he's just totally nude. Yeah. Well, he might have no bottoms on. <laughs> yeah. 
So what's going to happen, man, not to give uh, it away, the spoilers, but uh, uh, in his efforts to seduce her, they will they will ultimately uh, fall in love. Oh, like true, really even fall though, in love. Even though he's only uh, in it for the bet at yeah. this point. Well, yeah. he wants to fuck her, mm-hmm. but he's really in it for the bet. Yeah. Uh, he's going to fall for her for real uh, relatively quickly. It's sort of the plot of She's All That. <laughs> it's it's the it's the uh my fair lady plot where he's originally he, he, when he starts he's just in it for the bet but uh as it goes yeah. on he falls in love with his project mm. i like a podcast where i can reference she's all that my fair lady <laughs> cruel intentions in in one 30 second you know rant is this his is this okay. the- Friend? Uh, oh, it's the gay friend and a supposedly straight football player. Uh. Joshua Jackson told Ryan, I'm fucking the football captain. And if you want, you can come over and take pictures of him while we're fooling around. And then you can blackmail him into doing what you need him to do. So Joshua Jackson's not a nice person either in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That must and it's be one... in the middle of Dawson's Creek. Yes, he is in the middle of his Dawson's Creek run. So Do he's also like, doing uh, the thing. Did you were you also into Dawson's Creek? Hell Aaron, yeah. Were you a Dawson's Creek Full girl? Full yeah. time Dawson's Creek. Yeah, you sounded better because you just started talking into the microphone. That was good. And were you a Pacey <laughs> guy, a girl, or a Dawson girl? Um hundred percent. Right? Yeah. Pacey and Joey were the, were the, I mean, at the beginning, yeah. they, I think he was the first season where it was all about him like, pining away for her. You were, he was clearly supposed to be the romantic lead of the show. But I think the problem was Joshua Jackson just turned out to be like sort of more compelling and a better actor. So the focus of the show shifted. So suddenly the show was called Dawson's Creek, but Pacey was the main character. Mm hmm. It was the right decision. Dawson's Creek, created by anybody? No. What? Uh, Created by? What's his name? Kevin Williamson. Who did? Scream. And? And I know what you did last summer. (laughs) There you go. Tying Uh, it all back to Ryan Phillippe. Yep. Kevin so, Williamson is the John yeah. Hughes of his generation, right? Because John Hughes came along and he t- in the 80s and he found all those kids and he said, I'm going to make a bunch of movies about kids. And he made them all stars. And then Kevin Williamson comes along and makes Scream and I Know What You Did Last Summer and Dawson's Creek and basically creates this whole generation of like late 90s, early 2000s, you know, stars, right? Don't you think that's the same deal? Yep. There's a lot of people. There's there's a lot of people trying to copy at that time too. Well, he became the like meta high school director of the late '90s because he did Scream, which was all like you know playing on the horror genre, and then he did. He also like he wrote The Faculty, which is the teen version of uh, Body Snatchers. Yeah. 
And even the movies that he's not involved with. <laughs> this, this movie is so good. This is the best movie. <laughs> so. Sorry, that was unexpected. No, 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 you were right. You were right to draw. You were right to draw our attention back to the film. Yeah. This is an uh, important moment. That was a uh, that was a pivotal head start. Yeah. This I is mean, a moment. See, this is that's one of those moments where you go, Selma Blair is fucking insane in this movie. This is uh, a terrible performance. But na- but it, uh, but again, I was like, now I realize how wrong I was the first time I saw this because she's actually hilarious, and it's all intentional. Selma Blair is the the uh, the female who was just in that scene on the video. Yeah, the splits. Yeah. <laughs> the splits. Okay. And you said she was 40 in this movie? No way. No, I was kidding. <laughs> yeah. She's old. Oh. She's she's like 28 or oh, something. She's, 27. she's supposed she's to be. Okay. She's supposed to be. The the point was that, like Stockard Channing in Greece, mm. she's supposed to be uh younger than even than the other people in this movie. She's supposed to be younger than them. But in fact, she is uh, a few years older than all of them. Mm-hmm. Well, haven't we all done something desperate like that in an attempt? To... You know what, Aaron? Do you like him in the glasses? I like him in the glasses. Oh yeah, <laughs> softer yeah. The glasses and the the glasses and the turtleneck are a good like <laughs> Ryan look. I like this look for him. He's very intellectual. My favorite. He looks like a German <laughs> experimental video artist right now. He does yeah, he look a little of, bit like. Now is the time on Rockets, Vin Vita. Yes, he looks like Dieter Mike Myers. Yeah. He is a little bit like that. But not into the German experiment. You know what we should have? You know what we should have been doing from the beginning huh. is uh, keeping track of and ranking. Ryan's various looks in this movie. Because <laughs> part of the deal with this movie, men, is uh, that it's a very, they're all supposed to be rich. So, like, the costumes are very yeah. uh, thought out and sure. important. And, like, yeah. the fashion and, like, mm-hmm. the rooms that they're in. The look of this movie is mm-hmm. really important to mm-hmm. the whole sort of vibe of it. Mm-hmm. Uh so he wears a different thing, I think, in every scene in this movie. I don't think you ever see him wearing the same outfit twice. Well, Buffy also has and I think a, a lot of outfits, too. probably goes for too. all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's probably true of all of them. Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever see any of them wearing, like, a T-shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, they're always super dressed up. For me, I, I love it because <laughs> Sarah Michelle Keller has this great balance between being like evil, but still being like almost sweet. Uh, but for me, Ryan Felipe, he he sort of overdoes his does it with the the douche side of things, you know. So I I sort of I just can't I can't get on his side. Well, but, yeah, he's, I, he's wearing a smoking jacket right now. So here's <laughs> yeah. here, here this will be an interesting this will be an interesting question for you men. Hmm. When he when he falls in love with uh, her and sort of becomes sort of moves towards sweet. the yeah. the light side. Hmm. It what I want you to think about is how convincing you hmm. find yeah, that yeah. transformation. Yeah, yeah. Because I will I will tell you in advance that my opinion is 
that he is very good in the douchey parts of the movie mm-hmm. and a little bit less convincing when he's when he becomes uh sort of Sincere sweeter and, yeah. later on in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think he's better in the sleazy scenes with mm-hmm. the Buffy than he is in the I'm on a romantic montage in third yeah. New York right now yeah, with yeah. Reese. No, he's amazing in these like sleazy scenes. Like he's he's got it down. Like ugh. <laughs> there's nothing totally you know, I mean he still has a charm to him, sure, but there's just a lot of slime and ooze there for sure. <clears throat> what do you guys what do you what does everybody else think? You do you think he's believable in both or just one or neither? I want to believe it all. (laughs) It's a whole new world for Aaron. Just do your thing. (laughs) But you know that this is a podcast and we have to talk to fill time, right? Like, Mm. so do you have anything else? It's hard. (laughs) It's hard because this movie is really good. So you do just. I've only seen it once. And. I recall at the time thinking I would agree with you that he was much better at the douche nozzle part than the sincere part. <laughs> did you see it with me? Did we watch yes, Did I yeah, like yeah. sit you down yep. and say, we have to watch Cruel Intentions <laughs> together? We, watched, we saw it in the theater. We, we saw it in the theater together. Oh, we saw it in, we saw it in at the time. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. remember that you are who I saw it with. Yep. Yep. We was went to the movies a lot back then. That was back when we went to every single movie where it was. Yeah, the high we school went movie. to a lot of movies. <laughs> we we made a we made a pact to see every movie that had someone from the WB or uh, UPN. Oh, if yeah. one of them uh-huh. was, if the movie had a star from one of the shows of that time, we went and saw it. Aaron, you that didn't see this in the theaters. Which one? The she did, music man. We already talked about it. Oh, she saw it. Mm. No, I thought she had seen it at a friend's house or something, but no, it was at the theater. Oh, weren't well? Now I don't you know. To me? Aaron, were you yeah, driving? Aaron? You were driving to the yeah, theater. Yeah, we were driving to, to the movie, movie theater. Right? I was in college, uh, so yeah. we went to go. We had to go over to the next town to see it, and that's why okay. it was really stormy night. <laughs> but we were like. I, we don't I care. Don't. Like, you see our like, I want to see Ryan and Phillippe's <laughs> butt. But. Yeah. yeah. Oh so man. So it's like four of us in the car. I mean, this this movie is on the road. <laughs> Who was asking about what the poster looked like? Here's a link was, to the poster. I was in the chat. I was asking why you pull up the poster, what that actor's name is, the music instructor, because I remember him from other stuff, uh, too. Sean Patrick That's Thomas. Sean Patrick Thomas. That's right. Who I know from uh, Save the Last Dance. Yes. Yeah, he was That's with right. Julia Stiles. Right? Yeah. And he's also, he's also in Sean and my favorite movie, Can't Hardly Wait. Yes. He plays Peter Facinelli's buddy. Oh no no no! Uh-huh. Is that who he plays? In that? Yeah, he's one of the, the three. Like he has two. <laughs> okay, he has two buddies, okay. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, three or no? Is he the overly enthusiastic That's guy who I keeps running around? around? That guy. Yeah, who who ends up? He's with the guy Sabrina. who keeps running around, going, "Remember when we were five years old and 
and I threw up. Yeah. That was funny, right? Like he says, he that guy. He might be that guy. I think he's that guy. I think he's that guy. His uh, kid went was in my kid's class, so I've actually met him. Nice. <laughs> Does he remember how old Stalin Blair was? <laughs> Forty. <laughs> <laughs> now I never asked him about Wiki, seeing Wiki says crotch like that. Wiki has Tim yeah. listed as both. Sean, Wiki has him listed as playing both Ben and Doc too. So I guess he's the friend of Fatinelli. So I don't know okay. who played the other guy. It wasn't Donald Faison because he's the guy in the band. No. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that was. Is is Ryan Philippe developing a conscious in this scene? Is that it seems like on? it. Yeah. He's hmm. beginning to. Yeah, he's falling for Reese because who wouldn't? She's absolutely adorable. Well, I don't. I don't know. I mean. Buffy. No, here. you're not a Reese. You're not a Reese stand, no. man. She's okay. No, I, 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 yes, yeah. they were the golden saying, couple. I'm saying in the women I, I in this movie, I would rank her the last. <laughs> I wouldn't rank her. What's last, your opinion of her in this movie, Philippi? What's your opinion? I just called you Philippi because I've gotten so used to saying Ryan Philippi <laughs> yeah, in this episode. Henceforth, uh, yes, Philippi. Philippi. What is Philippe? What's your what's your take on Reese uh, in general? Are you you enjoy her work or I I enjoy her work, but I also find her at least twenty percent annoying in everything. Mm. But I still appreciate her overall. Mm. Just, I'm just not really a huge fan of her. I don't even know who you are right now. No, sorry, <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, I think I got a tied with Philippe on this one. I, I I feel about the same way about her personally. Mm. Yeah, mm. I kind of do too. Like she's, I think what? she's a great actress. I I really mm. love watching her. I think Election is one of the best. I I'm kidding about Oscars for Cruel Intentions, but I'm not kidding when I say that Reese Witherspoon deserved an Oscar for Election because that movie is brilliant and it's all because of her. Um, I think she's an amazing actress. I think her personal, like, I wish I didn't know anything about her. Like, I wish I could just watch her as an actress and be like, that's an amazing performance. But because I know a little bit about her as a person, I find her 20% annoying. <laughs> but you said she hasn't done anything except maybe gone off on a uh, on a. She's top, just top. a yeah. little bit of a... I just feel like yeah. sometimes she's trying too hard. Mm. And it's like, you're a movie star and an Oscar winner. I don't need you like on my feed trying to sell me like sweet iced tea <laughs> packets or whatever it is you're doing. Like... <laughs> Yeah, and I don't need you to try to. <laughs> she say has a whole. She has a whole like lifestyle line. She's like Gwyneth Paltrow. I kind of feel the same way about Gwyneth Paltrow. I think Gwyneth Paltrow is an amazing actress. I wish I didn't know about like Goop and all of her like mm, other sure. activities because that makes her about twenty percent annoying. 
Yeah. <laughs> it makes her about 20% of I don't know. It's not a deal breaker. It's only 20%, but it's, you know, it's a little bit of a, it's, mm. a little, it's the sand in the, in the rough edges creates the oyster. <laughs> the pearl, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a male version because I don't want to be sexist about this. I'm trying to think of a male version of somebody who has just a, a mildly annoying personal life that makes you go, eh, I wish that guy'd stop talking so much. Oh, I mean, I'm I'm probably gonna. This is probably too much, but it's like probably like an a, a really a kind of cool guy that you find out is an annoying vegan. I don't know. <laughs> In a sense that he's like, he's got a whole lifestyle to promote that just can't, you can't separate from the rest of the cool parts. I don't know. Yeah. Not that anything is wrong with being vegan. It's just like, I don't need to hear about how everything you're doing is good for you and helping the world mm-hmm. and everything I'm doing is bad for me and destroying. Isn't there one of the Chris's like that? Uh, Chris Pratt, Chris. Uh... Yeah, there's a, he's a pretty good example. He's mm-hmm. a pretty good example, actually. Because there's what? a guy who I really like on mm-hmm. screen. I love I loved him on Parks, Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's great in those Guardians movies. Perfectly. I first I first loved him on Everwood. Remember Everwood, you guys? That was a good show. Yeah. Crickets. But that's okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I don't remember Everwood. Sorry, I don't know the show. Yeah. You, if, if anybody would, it would be you because it's it's the kind of show we would have watched together. Except I think it, it came a along team, a little another too, show with a like, little too much- late. Are we, yeah, the was main that on guy, the CW? It was on the CW. It was about Treat Williams was the dad, and he was a doctor. He was like a fancy surgeon in New York whose wife had died. <laughs> and so he relocated to this little small town uh, with his teenage son, and they were like rebuilding their life in this little small town. Treat Williams and his teenage son. Very good show. All right. That last scene was hilarious. <laughs> I, uh, I'm, I have to watch this again sometime with the audio for sure. <laughs> you is, really should because it's great. Got a good soundtrack too. Um, I wasn't even paying attention anybody... because I was looking up Everwood on Wikipedia. Was that the scene yeah. where they catch her with the boyfriend? No, no, he, no. He he told her he, he wants to kiss her down there. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Look at him jerking <laughs> off the golf club. Ah, uh, hilarious. <laughs> I mean, uh, they do a good uh, job of uh, making. Reese is like Reese is like she's strange. Mm. Yeah, she is. Yeah. I I I know she's not, but the actress right there, she, her, she makes me think of the actress from Misery. No, it's not Kathy Bates. No. Oh, okay. It's in, you're in the uh, makes me you're in the you're in the, in the zone. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, okay. you're not you're not wrong to compare them. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she reminds me of Neelix from Star Trek. <laughs> There's I think she... I'm in the zone. Yeah, the neutral zone. <laughs> she didn't play Neelix. <laughs> she could. 
She could be a knee like stunt double. Ow. <laughs> what does Matt Sorry, have going I didn't on? Know I was gonna go on. I didn't know how long that was gonna go on. The button, the button mm. just said you can't touch this. <laughs> it's like the full we, song now. It's like, are we running through this whole movie? Is this a one oh, shot? Are we, yeah, no, that's we a good question. Uh, how long have we been going? The time? Uh, it is at uh, fifty minutes, uh, oh, almost fifty-one. Probably, yeah, because we got about forty. Let's wait until the end of this movie. scene. So yeah. Ryan is continuing to scheme. <laughs> he's volunteering in an old folks home to try and convince Reese that he's a good person because <laughs> Reese also volunteers there yeah. That's, really that woman is in what woman is, what movie is that woman in uh, man, uh, Matt, Sean I recognize her the old woman let's see what is here Mm. All right, we're gonna we're gonna stop the movie, right? We're gonna pause. Okay. Yes. Let's yes. do it. Pause the. <laughs> pause the. Who plays Mrs. Sugarman? Mm. Herta Ware at, is her name. We are at. Was she, one in, was she in the wedding singer? She's in Rapun. Yeah. She's in there you uh, go. She's the one who. She's the one who dies because yes, the husband yes. won't take her. <laughs> Spoilers. And then he and he tries to take her in the cocoon. Yeah, Aww. and uh, fucking Brian Dennehy tells him it's too late. It's too Aww. late. Yeah. yeah, that's a sad scene. That's like the last person I want to tell me it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> really? I think he seems he's so. Gentle in that movie. I know. That I, I kind of feel like. I think it's like it would be. I saw him in a, in a role I remember him was First Blood. And yeah, I don't sure. know. I keep thinking of him first not blood. a nice guy in that movie. No. I, I think that it would be. If he was playing. If he was playing his character in Cocoon, it would be very comforting yes. to have him yeah. tell you that it was too late. Because You'd feel he does a little have bit that sort of. Regret. He has that regret in his voice when he's telling, telling him like, "Yes, you can tell he that. feels bad." Mm. Well, he always has what, a very where calm. are we in, in the movie? What we're at? Fifty-one twenty-six. Fifty-one twenty-six. Fifty-one twenty-six. So mm. if you didn't stop before, <laughs> now's the time. Now's the time. <laughs> Mrs. Yeah. Sugarman's cool. Mr. That's cool. right. Mr. That Sugarman's is a cool. that is a bad screenshot of Reese Witherspoon's <laughs> face. Yeah, <laughs> 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 to make some funny faces on this car ride. So, it's good. yeah, but yeah. those she does on purpose. Like that's not on purpose. That's she, just this is how pause. I feel about her, though. <laughs> She's so, doing her yeah. Ching Chong accent and right there. Well, during this time, I was all about it. Mm. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope go ahead and tag it up there, Matt, and we'll be back next week. Um, I don't know what this has been. This has been just a chaos month. <laughs> I don't know what to say about this. I was about to say thank you for listening to Warped, but I don't even know if we can call it that. Uh, thank you very much for listening. You can rate, review, and subscribe on all of the standard podcatching apps, including iTunes. You can follow us on Instagram at Warped the Podcast. You can follow the show on Twitter at 
Warped Trek. You can follow me at Host Warped. Follow Min to learn about our D&D and Call of Cthulhu live streams and podcasts at Wet Maynard. You can go to Instagram.com slash Lunar Flare for our t-shirts. And you can follow us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Warped and become a subscriber to gain access to additional content and bonus episodes. Yay. Thank you, Matt. Uh, Join us next week where we will watch the end of Cruel Intentions. And unless anyone has anything else they'd like to add, my name is Sean. My name is Matt. Felipe. (laughs) (laughs) Felipe's butt. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm in win. Thanks for joining us.